All jokes aside, all jokes aside, yeah. And welcome to another episode of Mr. and Mrs. All Jokes Aside. I was you meant to do it. I know, but I didn't. Why? Because I didn't want to. Yeah, but that's what. Sorry, go on. Say it again. Say okay, I'll say it again. And welcome to another episode of Mr. and Mrs. All, all jokes, jokes Aside. That's better, idiot. That's better. So, um, before we introduce our um, amazing guests, I just want to ask Natalia how her week has been. It's been. It's been a week. It's yeah, been my been. first week alone with Noah, with no help, um, and I'm about ready to shoot myself in the face any day now. So, yeah, it's great. Um, I mean, please don't. Oh, no, please. I won't. I won't. Because yeah. obviously, I have to still look after him. Um, <laughs> no other reason. Um, no, it's been an okay week. Um, mostly just looking after Nick, uh, Nick, <laughs> looking after Noah, and looking after Nick. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, what else have I been doing? Just getting ready for Christmas, doing yeah. Christmas present list shopping. Um, my dad had a fall this week and broke his hip, which wasn't great. So he's had to have surgery for that. But he's okay. He's, he's okay. Yeah. He's recovering. Well, he's not okay. He's broken his hip. Like, let's be honest. It's fine. I, I, I've said already that I'm going to get him some beers. So yes, it's fine. because that's the cure for broken hips. It could I be. Love it. it could be. Um, anyway, could how's be. your week been, Nicholas? It's been tough. <laughs> it has been tough, hasn't it? No, it's been a little bit tough for a number of reasons. Go on. Um, tell, tell us the reasons. Well... We need to vamp a little bit. Okay, so I was on the train going to work yesterday. Oh, I've not heard this story. And in my head, I was having a sort of, I was, I was talking to myself like I normally do. And I thought to myself, there are people out there that has walked out on their children and have not seen them for so long. And they still carry on with their life. Yeah. And here's me on my way to work. I'm going to see my son on the same day. And it's breaking my heart. And it's it, I don't and I don't I, I don't mean that sounds stupid, but it's you, just really tough. What do you mean sounds stupid? No, like I, I'm going to see my son later anyway. I know that. No, you just you'll but, miss him. You'll miss him, and you won't. Yeah. Basically, you're going to be away from him for a very short amount of time, but you'll still miss him. Yeah. Whereas there are those who go kind of months and, on end without seeing their children, and and I don't get it. I I really don't get it how people can do it. I don't either, but I guess everyone's circumstances are different, yeah. and you know you've got to kind of accept that. What yeah. else has happened in your week this week? Um, what else has happened this week? Work. The my work is now open. Yes. Um, which at the same time it's it's good to have be back to the norm, but it would be nice to be able to afford to stay at home. Yeah. <laughs> and just you know, move the work that I want to do. Yeah. You know. Chloe, how's your week been? Um, my week has been mental. It's been a bit, it's, it's been crazy. I've taken on two new challenges. Oh, wow. So part of what I've been doing is I've created a 10 day challenge for domestic abuse. And then with, with an amazing person called Tony, I've, we've set up, um, a kind of, a sister group called break the cycle of negative mindsets and we've done a 10-day challenge on that as well and it has been mind-blowing like so many people jumping on and you know tony and i set this up last week now so end of end of november we set it up and we had like five people um join and then we when we switched it over to the whatsapps and it was like okay 
we're doing all this this 10 day challenge on the whatsapp group who wants to join and we went from like five people to 18 in the wow. in the whatsapp group so it's been like oh my god this is amazing but also like ah, yeah. we do the right thing like is this okay is this fine like how are we doing it's just it's been fun and plus i'm um near the end of my first semester at uni and i still have to write quite a few thousand words oh you get that haven't done is it is it first year of uni second oh okay second year counts sorry i was gonna say first year doesn't count at least <laughs> well i mean it, sh it should count because i got like i ended my first year with a first oh well so so i mean that could be taken into consideration if they really uh, wanted to i think they think they take it into consideration in the final year if your grades are like borderline then they look at your first year so it will be taken into consideration if your grades are borderline but you're gonna get a first so it's fine so, uh, yes yeah yeah. Absolutely. So you were on our show this year? Yeah, February time when I had my lip. No, was it? Yes. No, that was February. No, no, was it, it was February. Year? Because, no, it was before lockdown because it was before my dad had COVID. It was before national lockdown. It was. Uh, I came over and I had that weird dream and then Natalia just sprung the Noah surprise on me and she was like, oh, by the way, and I was like, what the hell is this? Oh, yes, yeah. Because yeah. I, I thought we had the Christmas tree up with you. I don't know why. We probably still did, but... Yeah, no, I'm not saying, but yeah. I can't remember if you did, did No, you did. I don't think you did. I you think, did have, like, lights we, and stuff. I think we did have the tree, though, because I, don't, I think we threw it out quite late. In February. We threw it out on the 2nd of February, so if you came before that or after that, I'm not too sure, but we threw it out on the 2nd of Feb. No, I don't remember there being a Christmas tree. Okay, so it was after 2nd of Feb. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so obviously before you spoke about your work and what you do, yeah. since, since that last episode, you have been a very busy person. A very busy person. C crazy, one may say, but yes, bit yeah. busy. But like in the best way possible, in all honesty. Mm. So since it's... we last spoke to you, what, what developments have happened other than obviously the groups that you've just told us about? What other developments have happened? Because it's been... Oh my God. So, yeah, there's been so much. So I think when we last spoke, I'd set up the Facebook group, right? And there yeah. were yeah. only a few people on there. Yeah. Um, I worked with some amazing, amazing people to create an eight-week program uh, called Break the Cycle of Domestic Abuse. And uh, it, was, it was really weird and amazing how it got set up. But basically, I said to people, look, you know, let's start a discussion. Jump on a Zoom tonight. Let's create some, some talk about this. Mm. And I had about 12 women come on and... They all gave, you know, they gave their experiences and, and how things were for them. And then I said, look, you know, I'd love to create a program with you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, with you guys for, for other people. And they were like, yeah, cool, let's do it. So each week we, we looked at different topics. Mm. And it wasn't based solely around domestic abuse, but it was how to empower and give confidence to people who have gone through abuse. And so each week it was, you know, it was amazing to see their transformations and their progression throughout. And they were super dedicated to me. And I was, I'm, I've been and will continue to be dedicated to them. 
So we created this program and it worked super well, like amazingly to the point where we went from five people at the beginning of February to now 165 people in the group. Wow. Oh, wow. Sound, it doesn't sound like a lot, but because I'm the only one running it yeah. and it is my job and stuff, I am, I'm very clear that I want quality over quantity. Cool. So I've had now 20 odd people take this course in three cycles. It's amazing. Three cycles. Yeah, three cycles. I'm going into the fourth on the 15th of December, hopefully with an, another amazing cohort. Um, it's been, I mean, some of the feedback that I've got has just been out, like, it, it's, it's made me cry and I don't do crying yeah like i've just been super proud of everyone's progression throughout and some people haven't progressed as much as others but there's still a massive element of support mm. and within the whatsapp group that i've created and the facebook group there's always been this element of community so you know the the phrase that i use is unleash your inner unfuck withable warrior not unfuckable as i accidentally cursed someone with mm. at the beginning um <laughs> which did not go down well i can tell you that <laughs> but um but it worked out for her in the end so it's fine um so yeah so to unleash your inner unfuck withable warrior and with the warrior status you know there's a massive difference between calling yourself a domestic abuse survivor so and so that's you know someone who's come out of a near-death experience and then a warrior who is someone who faces death every day and still fights yeah so we've 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 used that term um or i use that term and and we are starting to use it as a community as well to unleash that inner unfuckwithable warrior and it has changed so many people's outlook and things like that it's been absolutely amazing mm. and yeah it's just yeah I mean, I've, 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 obviously on the Facebook page, so I've been keeping up updates. Like I've been reading everything. Just, just, a, just to think, Nick isn't being domestically abused though. Like I just need to put oh, that no. out there. Like <laughs> for people who are listening, no, yeah, Nick, no, Nick she, likes the page in support of Chloe. Yeah. Not, oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I was sort of, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Um, but there was that one time I refused to cook dinner. And I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. So. Oh, I'm on Jimmy car. And I'm <laughs> and I'm reading all the comments and literally I think day by day you were getting people, new people on to your Facebook page. I mean that yeah, be, it's, again, it's that been, be very rewarding. Do you know what? Everyone's like, it must be rewarding for you. It must be rewarding for you. And it's like, it's, you know, for me, I'm not doing it for the clout. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm doing it so that other people don't have to suffer hmm. in silence because, you know, when, unless you know someone who's gone through abuse, like harsh abuse, yeah. um, sometimes like when you start opening up to people, they just kind of shut off. And that's not because, that's not because they don't want to hear it, but it's because they don't have that, you know, they have a level of empathy, but they can't sympathize with your situation because yeah. they haven't been there themselves. Yeah. So, you know, it's, for me, it's, I want to, you know, I want to help people know that, especially that they are not alone in what they've gone through. Yeah. And like, with, oh, 
with the introduction Zoom calls that I do, I'm like, it's going to last like an hour and a half. It's going to last like an hour and a half. You know, we'll, we'll introduce each other. We'll introduce ourselves to each other. They last about three hours because wow. everyone's stories, everyone's stories are extremely similar in the, in the fact that, um, you know, it's, you, we're all located in different areas of the UK and yet there's always a commonality with someone else of what they've gone through. It's, it's like, it's like hearing someone else tell your story, but with mm. different names in a different accent and a different location in the UK. And mm. it's exactly that. Obviously there are going to be more extreme cases. They're going to be, you know, lesser cases, but ultimately, I mean, abuse is abuse, no matter how harsh it is, mm. but it's, it's, it's been really powerful to see people just go. Yeah. This is what um, I've been through. We've gone through it as well. Let's let's support each other. We were we, me and a friend of mine in work. We we were talking about the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard uh, case, which we'll go into that part later, later on yeah. in in the episode. But I said to him, I went, I don't know how people can actually abuse others the way they do. I I'll never understand why. I'll, I'll never understand it. But he actually made a good point. He went, Nick. The reason why you never understand it is because you are not that person. It's very difficult to, he, he said, it's very difficult to understand if you're not that person and if you're not in that position of being abused or being. I also think that there are so many varying types of abuse. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, Chloe, but I feel like there are so many varying types of abuse that it's kind of difficult also to spot some of them because you wouldn't necessarily say that's abuse unless you were the person experiencing it or even not the person experiencing it, but someone who is, who knows about how to spot the different signs. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are five main types of abuse. So there's sexual, obviously, mm. physical, emotional, psychological, and financial. Now within those, you get, um, you know, some people are, because of the way that they're abused, um, they don't always recognize the signs for it. Yeah. So they will go, you know, 15 years deep into a relationship and then go, hang on, something's not right here. I shouldn't be treated like this all the time. And then it's actually, when reaching out to someone who's been through abuse, they go, oh wait, that's, that's called emotional abuse. And what he's doing is gaslighting you. You know, if you under, if you start to learn the term, terminology, you can really start to understand how it's affected you and then how to, you know, go about changing that. Yeah. If yeah. It, as it were. And it's not an easy thing. Changing, changing patterns of a, of a lifetime are not easy. Mm. Like, you know, you've got that saying, you, can t you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, technically you can. Yeah. If you if you know how you know if you know their learning styles and things like that, or if you can recognise what the actual problem is, and get a, a proper fit like routine into place. Mm. If yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, so I know someone who in the next couple of years is celebrating their 40th wedding anniversary, and their their marriage basically started off with a lot of abuse like the the one partner was abusing the alcohol and then using that as a reason to abuse the other person in the relationship um but 
sort of 40 years down the line they're still together um what would you say about something like that like um obviously they've obviously resolved a lot of those issues but what would you say about someone who decided to stay within a relationship because obviously there is a stigma attached to people who stay in abusive relationships um to kind of say to them you know well you you must have brought it on yourself then what would you say about something like that i think that's quite hard without understanding the full story like the dynamics and and things of a relationship because it's easy as an outsider to say you need to leave you need to leave you need to leave if that person's not mentally ready yeah then you can't force them to because yeah. otherwise what happens with that is that they go yeah i need to leave and then because that how do i explain it because you have forced that decision on them yeah keep pushing for that decision if it all goes tits up because they're not ready then the blame comes back to you yeah it's like you told me to do that you're not supporting me look i'm in a shittier situation now you know i might as well go back but it's i think it has to be a thing of either being it needs to be you need to be mentally ready as well as physically and financially ready to leave now in some cases with domestic violence that's not always a viable option you need to get out because it's unsafe to still be there when you're in a relationship for that long i mean it's yeah it's really difficult for me to say from an outsider's perspective without even knowing yeah the situations but with i mean with abuse and narcissism and things like that a one-off you can forgive but when it starts to become a pattern then you need to start raising alarm bells in your head going this isn't normal what am i going to do what is my next step and sometimes it's to love that person and to recognize the faults in them and sometimes it's just to go if if this is detrimental to my health my mental health and my children you need to start putting steps into place to get out yeah no i mean i'm sorry sorry to yeah sorry to put you on the spot like that it, it was just a, it just a question that popped into my head there and then i was just it kind of, it's something that no I no that's absolutely fine chloe what would you say to okay i'm i'm gonna say what would you say to people like myself because with me i am <laughs> not being abused no i'm not being abused nothing because okay. with me i am that kind of person that will say if, if if a friend of mine has come to me and said that my partner he or she has been hitting me but i know they still love me my response obviously i would be a supportive friend but in my head i'll go well if they love you they wouldn't be treating you like that what would you say to people yeah who would like myself like what would you say to me so if i find out let's say um a friend of mine come forward and said that he or she was getting beaten up by the partner and I, I'd get angry. I wouldn't get physically involved because I'll get told off, which is understandable. But if I said to them, well, clearly they don't love you because they wouldn't be doing this if they, don't, if, if they did love you, what would you say to me? Am I in a wrong for saying that? Or is there another way of saying that? Are you in the wrong? No, because they need to hear it. Is there another way? Yes. Um, some people do not want to hear that person doesn't love you because with, especially with abusive people, there's an element of hoovering. So hoovering is not, you know, doing the housework. 
it's that kind of element of pushing someone away and then sucking them back up. Right. And the pushing away with abusive people is to get physical. And then the sucking back up is, I love you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Let's work this out. Mm. So that once they've got used to that sort of that, what's the word? That cycle. Yeah. It's hard for them to say, no, 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 you're not, you know, you're only seeing it. He does love me or she does love me. She didn't mean to do it. You know, I made her angry. And then they make, then because of the gaslighting that comes with that, like, I'm sorry, but you made me do that. You know, there it's, it's hard to break that mental barrier of yeah. I'm being abused. I need to get out. The first thing that you say to the person is, are you going to report it to the police? Mm. If they say no, why not? How many times has this happened? How many times are you going to allow it to happen? How many times more before you end up in hospital? How many times more before the police get involved and you have your children taken, taken away from you? Because you do need to give them that awareness that if the police are constantly involved or if the, you know, your neighbors are calling the police because they can hear you guys fighting, Mm. and there are children in the house you know social services are going to get involved and yeah. if there's and if social services get involved and see that you're not putting steps in place to prevent any sort of violence being seen or felt by yourself or the children then there is that case of are you a stable enough parent mm. to to look after them so there has to be this kind of i believe that there has to be this kind of what are you going to the questions are always what are you going to do to keep yourself and your children safe hmm. and if they go nothing then i would say well you know i'm here to support you but i'm always going to tell you to report it to the police i'm always going yeah. to tell you to, steps in place to make sure that you guys are safe hmm. there are people that you can speak to you can speak to domestic violence uk you can speak to women's aid you can speak to refuge there are so many people and then once you're out of that you can speak to chloe <laughs> Um, what was so? I've got a, question, a quick question. And I've got two after that. I've got another question. Do you watch EastEnders or do you keep up with it? No, I don't watch EastEnders. Okay, so I mean, I don't, but there was a big, massive storyline recently where. Um, so basically, two was it on EastEnders or Coronation Street? Because I've heard of this. The no. East, there's EastEnders, so it was um, the, one of the, the girl who was who was the girl in the situation in EastEnders. She's now on I'm a Celebrity. Um, Jessica Hatkins, I something think. like that. Yeah. yeah. I so, don't know who you're talking about. I'm gonna be honest. Like, there was like a couple situation where it it was a domestic violence. He was a lawyer. She was a housewife, and he was abusing her so he came on she, to, did she end up dying yeah so basically she plucked up the courage i don't love you blah, 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 blah. then all of a sudden he lost it pushed her uh, the, the the dishwasher fell down and the knife was picked up and he pushed her and she landed on the knife and i have never known yeah he, he used to do some really horrible things to this character great the both great actor great actor they played the part really really well but the research they did into doing that, you know, they both said it was really tough, obviously, you know, really tough. But the amount of support that EastEnders has got for that has been the biggest support ever that the show has ever received. Now, do you think there should be more programmes, more films? I know it sounds 
depressing and you know stuff like that no not depressing but i know it's it's quite tough to yeah. watch but do you think the media should still take this as a priority still record films and tv shows about just to raise awareness can, as much as possible can i add to your question yeah. so um the second part of that question i think would or do you think that something like that would be too triggering for people to watch and that they should do it but in a different way <laughs> oh my god such a loaded question yeah no it is it's a brilliant question personally i think that it is quite a triggering it it can be done quite triggering and the thing is is that sometimes with with how do i explain this um it can be quite tough for people to see that it can be very triggering for someone who's gone through that i think that bringing awareness to the situation is paramount like you know because of everything that's happened within the pandemic domestic violence and domestic abuse has become a topic that a lot of people are talking about but this isn't a new topic it shouldn't have been it shouldn't have taken a pandemic to recognize that there are people Agreed. who are going through this. Yeah. you know it's like you know if you look at what happened over over the summer with with issues with people of color and and what was happening in america and now all the christmas adverts are people of color yeah. you know it shouldn't have taken such a pandemic for, you know for people yeah. to stop and really realize the issues that are going on in the world for them to go well hang on a minute this is a problem mm. um i think that there's you know i think that there have been been tv shows that that do it tastefully without being true too triggering because i remember i think it was on hollyoaks years ago there was an element of domestic violence and and she was locked in the house and it was all very narcissistic and there wasn't a lot of physical abuse but it was the emotional abuse and things like that now obviously for me at the time i was like oh you know this is i, would, I didn't recognize it as something that i was going through or that i had gone through now looking back i'm like holy crap wow okay yeah um i think it brings an element of you know there are a lot more people in the uk that have gone through some sort of domestic abuse that it is kind of it brings to light the issues that they've gone through but when you've gone through domestic violence and physical abuse and sexual abuse and then you see it portrayed with some of the actors that you know with a tv series that you've been watching for decades it can be like okay i'm not watching that yeah, yeah. Or people are like, oh my God, this is so triggering. I can't stop watching. It's like, well, if you've gone through abuse and you're continuing to allow yourself to get triggered, then what are you, what are you doing? Uh. Like, if something triggers you, you stop, you stop allowing it to trigger you by not doing it anymore. But if you're continuing to do, I don't know, it's, it's just, some people, I mean, people work differently than me. Um, I think a lot more needs to be said openly about, domestic abuse mm. not just the violent aspect of it but the mental the financial side of it as well because a lot of people do go fi through financial abuse without even realizing it yeah and they don't they don't recognize it as abuse or they use another term or i don't know it's just oh can you give us an example of that like what, what would you class as a, a, a financial, financial abuse. Yeah, kind of get the word out. Financial abuse. Okay, so financial abuse or economic abuse, as some people have called it, 
is the restrictions of finances or you know deliberately making a joint account and only allowing the person to have access for certain things that need doing so they've got no as it were pocket money i don't like using that term but you know there's no or you know you've got everything's restricted you're only allowed to use the card when i'm there you're only allowed to right. use the card on transactions that i've approved yeah another element of financial abuse that someone's gone through that i know is they've split with their partner and there's no contact and to keep trying to trigger that person they've been dropping money into that person's account to remind them i'm here i'm not going anywhere yeah yeah right. that's, that's an element of financial abuse as well it comes it comes in different shapes and sizes but it's anything that stops you from being financially free wow very interesting um i mean uh, there is something i would like to bring up actually um we mentioned it earlier uh we've literally we've got a few minutes to, to talk about this um so i want to talk about the johnny beck and Heard case um, I don't know why it's gotten to me so much. Well, we, we spoke about it previously on the show. And it just, the whole Johnny Depp incident, it does, it, it, it shows that men go through it as well. Men do go through it as well. I think it's disgusting that Johnny Depp has been dropped by half of these businesses and Amber Heard is still going on, which again, I can't explain how much it boils my my blood. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's mind-blowing. Do you think gender still plays a part in all this? Because it clearly does. And I'm, people might not agree with me, because this is why men still don't come forward. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Just before Chloe speaks, I do agree with you in that sense, but I feel like it's because we've had things like the Me Too movement mm. that people have gone too far the other way, yeah. where women can sometimes do no wrong. And that's the problem yeah, that we're agreed. having with the Johnny Depp situation. Sorry, Chloe, go. <laughs> um, I think that more men go through abuse than they care to admit. Mm. Um, I think that there is a massive fucking stigma around around men being abused, and I've I've also seen it with clients where. <clears throat> a man has reported abuse and they've looked him up and down and gone well how did you let yourself get abused by this woman like look at your stature and it's like it doesn't matter if it were a man if it were a female doing it if it were a man doing it to a female he'd have got arrested straight away but because it's the other way around it's you know it's seen as like well, you're a big, strong man. Why did you let yourself, why did you let that happen to you? And it's like, well, because if I fought back, then I'd, I'd have been the one getting arrested for domestic abuse. Yeah. The other thing as well with, with men that go for abuse is that men are inherently told or have been inherently told to be, to be a man, yeah. to shut up. You're the man of the house. You're this strong person. You shouldn't talk about your feelings. So when dealing with men with, who have gone through abuse, before even thinking about breaking that cycle of, of, of abuse, you need to break that mentality of toxic masculinity. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it is a friggin' hard one to crack. I've seen it. I, I can I can vouch. It yeah. is bloody difficult. But it's not impossible. Yeah. Once you start to say to people, once you start to speak to men and say, your feelings are as valid as a woman's. Yeah. Then there's like, okay, I know, you know, they start to see their worth. They start to see things for what they truly are. They can start using the right terminology instead of saying my ex is a crazy bitch. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, she gaslit me. She's hoovering. You know, she'll break up with me or she'll be like, fine, don't be, you know, this reverse psychology of making you feel like, you're less than if a man did it to a woman straight up you'd you'd class it as domestic abuse but because it's a a woman doing it to a man there is that kind of oh she's a crazy bitch oh she's not you know she stalked me and it's like well technically that's harassment she came to my house she slashed my tires that's abuse it's not her being a psycho as you want to put it that that's that's that it's abuse if a man did it to a woman It'd be like the scaremongering tactics and things like that. He'd get arrested straight away for it. With the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard situation, I think there needs to be more equality in, in charging people with domestic abuse. Now, Johnny Depp has been on a cocktail of things, we'll say. He's not, he wasn't sober when, when stuff happened. And Amber Heard... You know, again, because she's a woman, it, you know, look at what happened with the son. You know, he was deemed a wife beater. He sued for libel and, and it got squashed yeah. because, because, because of the abuse. Now, personally, I think that him being intoxicated and the reactive abuse that he gave her. So reactive abuse is, you know, if you're being abused by someone, you react like that instantly and you're like, fuck you, no, 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 no. You know, you start going mad and and then they play the victim. Yeah. Because of his reactive abuse, it deemed him an abuser. Mm. It doesn't matter that her friend, in air quotes, took a dump on his bed. It doesn't matter that she's got all this evidence of him being completely off his nut, you know, because he, he, he didn't think like that. He didn't have any evidence to back up his claims. Mm. Except for voice notes. The voice notes, it's not exactly the same. She should, I think Warner Brothers need to cut her from Aquaman as well, because number one, she's a shit actress, let's be honest. (laughs) And number number two, like, be be equal. If you've got two people who have gone through abuse and there is evidence, even if they haven't been charged with it, there's evidence that she abused him and he abused her, and you're only dropping the biggest guy in Uh. your frigging network, well, why are you holding on to this measly piece yeah. of crap? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like, be equal. Yeah. On, I was going to say, on the Amber Heard and Johnny he- uh, Depp situation, um, have you watched the TV programme I May Destroy You? Not yet. Watch I, it. Literally, I haven't, I haven't watched TV in <laughs> such a long time. Honestly, watch it because so in so in it just uh, so, so hashtag spoilers. Um, not big spoilers, but I'll just give you an idea. So in it, there's basically two cases of abuse: one sexual abuse and the other one. Well, no, so they're both sexual abuse, but one's a man doing it to a woman, the other one's a woman doing it to a man. No, a man doing it to a man. Sorry, and they both go to the police. The woman's one gets taken all the way forward. The man's one, basically, they're just like stop being an idiot. If you're gay and you're having sex, 
well it's it whatever happens to you happens to you um, okay it's really it's the way that they've done it in the show though is really interesting because um they've kind of brought to light that these things happen and these stigmas are attached to it and it's not a good thing so they're not going oh yeah no it's cool it's cool it's cool but they're they're bringing it up to show that these things do happen to people yeah. and it is a bad thing so my main point was just to say if you haven't watched it watched it because it's really powerful especially at this time um especially at this time of um the pandemic and domestic abuse kind of skyrocketing in the uk in the sense that it's now being made aware of in the uk more and more and more um yeah. it's just a really important show i think for people in your position particularly to watch um because it, it it brings to light things that i was never aware of essentially personally yeah i think that you got you know going back to shows like that and the shows that bring to light domestic abuse I think it's it's super important to educate those who have not gone through it, but also make it so it's not so triggering that someone's someone ends up hurting themselves because yeah, of it yeah. or making a poor decision because you know because sometimes in these situations it's like you know you'll get a hoovering tactic that you see on on a program like you know I love you and let's make it work and then they emulate that yeah. Yeah. And they end up in a far worse situation because they're not actors. This is their real life. Yeah. Um, God, yeah. So I set up the community interest uh, company. So uh, proceeds go to helping a all proceeds from the new shop go to helping a uh, a survivor of domestic abuse transform into a warrior with this eight week program. Um, I'm really looking forward to like so one of my clients has already bought a t-shirt she wore it yesterday and I, I I just had like I was just like oh my god this is amazing um uh yeah so all proceeds from that do go to helping someone else uh what else am I doing the eight-week program if you're not a domestic abuse victim or survivor sorry and want to transform into a there's there's another there's a sister program called break the cycle of negative mindsets and that's all positive mindset coaching and nothing to do with domestic abuse. But that's starting on the 15th of December, as well as the domestic abuse eight week program. And Tony and I are really, really, really looking forward to having so like helping some people just transform their mindsets in eight weeks. So that's going to be fun. That's so exciting. And we can, people can find all of this via your Facebook groups, right? And your Instagram. Yeah 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 so the negative mindset one is so basically if you put break the cycle of on facebook then you'll get two groups one of them is for domestic abuse and one of them is negative mindsets but they've both got a uh, bruised angel on it so you can add whichever ones you need to go into um i think that's it yeah and i'm i'm always up messaging people or carrying on phone calls at two half two in the morning wow that's amazing honestly that's I mean, and also like if you don't mind me saying also like, tell me if you want me to cut this out but the fact that you do that while raising all your children yeah. and going to uni and basically living your life and you're able to help so many people getting up at stupid o'clock in the morning can i just say as well you don't look tired and you don't act tired what is the secret because i'm always Actually, before the recording, Chloe, like the, the moment I came onto the screen, Chloe then said to me, well, what, what did you say, Chloe? 
I said you've let yourself go a bit. Yeah, I mean, what's the secret of not letting yourself go? <laughs> well, well, one of them is to go and get a haircut, Nick. That's what I'm I meant. I'm talking about me. I'm, not, I'm talking oh, okay. about what is your secret. What is Sorry. your secret? Well, I don't have any hair to cut, so that, that kind of helps. Um, <laughs> I just slap on a, a you know, a hairy hat every day. Um, What's the secret? I think the secret for me is that I don't let shit get to me. Um, yeah. It's just because when you hold on to anger and negativity and things like that, like it just, it eats away at you. Yeah. Like there are some mornings where my children, you know, one of them, I, I want one of them to run behind the car to school because I don't want them sitting in the car being like, oh my God. <laughs> like I just can't stand that. Mm. And it's just, yeah, I just, I just let stuff go. I, I don't let me. The other thing that I do is write gratitudes. I reflect on my day and write gratitudes at the end of each day. So what, again, what we're doing, I'll give you guys a sneaky peek. So one of the things that we're doing in the 10 day program, in the 10 day challenge, sorry. <coughs> That's not COVID guys, not COVID. No, 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 no. It's me speaking so fast that my saliva won't go down my, yeah. Anyway. Um, one of the things that we do uh, that we're you know that we're trying to get people more and more people to do is end the day with gratitude so it's reflecting on your day even if it's been a shit day so it's three things that you're grateful for in life three things that you're grateful for today and three people that you're grateful for and in doing that and being able to reflect even if you're like well everything's turned to shit today you can still go but i'm grateful that i i'm alive yeah. i'm grateful that i have a roof over my head i'm grateful that I can scream at my kids. I'm grateful that I can have kids. Mm. You know, there's so many things that you can be grateful for. And when you start to see the beauty of life and the beauty of each day, even if you've had a crap day, you start to change the way that you see things. And for me, that's exactly what I do. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to end the day angry. Mm. I don't want to end the day being angry at anyone or at myself because then over your sleep you start you know subconsciously you start thinking of those things and you have nightmares and things like that and you wake up in the morning feeling drained and feeling like yeah yeah just like utter crap i know that feeling <laughs> well yeah I was, gonna, I was actually gonna say that that your 10 10 day challenge sounds perfect for me and nick because yeah. our negative mindsets have been really affected over the period of covid over the pandemic over having obviously me one here um, obviously we love him to bits but you know it's been tough, yeah. it's, been tough. it's been stressful like financially it's been quite a strain because maternity pay is absolute cack in this country um and yeah we, we tend to go to bed kind of grumbling backs to each like we give each other a kiss and that's about it backs yeah. to each other and then we're like off to bed wake up the next morning and Grr. but we are happy with each other i yeah, just want to put that out there we are we're, 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 we're stressed together we're stressed together yeah what i can say to you guys is i'm happy to send you guys the 10 day challenge what is it the fourth today yeah yeah well, that, that's perfect timing. So we can start your 10-day challenge and I'll send you each of the videos every single day for the next 10 days and see how you feel after. And if you decide that you guys want to do the eight-week program together as well, yeah, once Noah's asleep, then you're more than welcome to do that. And you'll meet Tony as well. And Tony is, she's like a northern version of me. 
it's it's weird like she met my mum the other day I met her mum and it is like you know my mum's black her mum's white we're both the same and my mum when I said to my mum mum you know Tony is like a northern version of me she just went oh lord <laughs> <laughs> like it is you know with and and that's the thing as well is the beauty of what I do as well is that everyone who comes through the program we we end up being a community yeah, yeah and 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 family like you know they're my extended family there are certain things that i will talk to them about because i know that i'm gonna get love and support mm. and it's not just i'm your life coach you have to listen to me it's there okay. are certain elements maybe that that they know about that i don't or because i'm too in that situation my judgment's clouded and it just it needs for someone to be like hello chloe remember week two remember this remember that um so that's amazing, but yeah, I'll send you guys a ten-day program. Please, You'll please. Oh, we, we, you know, we might even document it, and if if it if it goes yeah. well, we'll post it up. <laughs> As in how it's. And if it doesn't go well, then I don't want to be blamed for any sort of separation between. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's fine. I'm keeping Noah. <laughs> that's fine. At least I can sleep at night then. Oh yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. You do that anyway, so. Oh. And no, honestly, this has been really, really lovely. Honestly, it's oh, been God. absolutely lovely. And I'm so excited. And just, just remind us again, one last time, where we can find you, where we can get your merch as well. Um, everything. Tell us, tell us again. So if you go on my, if you go on my page on Instagram at Clolosaurus, you will find in my bio is the shop. If you are suffering from domestic abuse and you want to change the way you look at things and you want to feel empowered and self-confident, um, find break the cycle of domestic abuse. If it's positive mindset, positive mindset coaching that you want, you want to look for break the cycle of negative mindsets. And there will be two eight-week programs running alongside each other. So the DAF for for uh, for the domestic abuse and for the negative mindset starting on the 15th of December this year. Yeah. And we'll be carrying that on until the end of January. So you're going into January feeling a lot more positive, hopefully if it works. Um, so that we, we're not writing New Year's resolutions and crap like that because they yeah. don't work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just changing your mindset and kicking off the year with amazing unfuck with ability, not unfuckableness. Fair. That makes sense. Honestly, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> honestly, it does. This has been lovely. Yeah, I was going to say, I definitely, I made, to be fair though, this year was the first year I've ever managed to do a New Year's resolution. I said, I will have a baby by the end of this year, and look what happened. So, <laughs> um, to be honest with you, Natalia, though, you didn't do that by yourself. No, this is true. Like, okay, maybe Nick helped a little, and uh, maybe all the milkmen, we're not sure. We're not sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he eats like me, and he who's like me so you know to be fair and the milkman did look like you it might have been your cousin uh, anyway so <laughs> or your uncle or your uncle yeah no we're not going into that somehow, we're not talking about somehow somehow we're no i'm just kidding no anyway look chloe it's been absolutely lovely speaking to you um we love you always and thank you yeah and thank you you're always welcome on our show 
Um, yeah, so hopefully we'll get you onto like the BBC or something that doesn't have paedophiles um, and just, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get you out there so can that people, say, more people on, can know on. about you. Can I just say, that's something I would say, I'm very proud of you. Thank I'm you. I'm very proud Thank of you. you. I, thought, I, thought, I, I was going to say, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm jealous. Well, look, because we were talking about Jimmy Savile like you know, last night, not in like a romantic way, just about how in his... the foreplay way. I'm joking. Oh, I'm joking. Jesus I'm joking. Christ, Nicholas. I'm joking. Uh... <laughs> I'm joking. Can't use a Jimmy Savile. I'm joking. I'm joking. And you dressed up like the schoolgirl, yeah? Yes. Um, anyway, so <laughs> listen. Well, it's better than other dreams. So yeah. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. Very. No, very I'd love true. to. I'd love to sit. I'd love to meet up with you guys in the year. Um, you know, pandemic you know after the pandemic and stuff like that yeah and uh, bring some more crispy creams around and yes. some, some vino and and beer and stuff maybe i'll bring two dozen over this time um yeah I'm, I'm i'm more than happy for that also like you know you're always more than welcome um and yeah it's been absolutely lovely noah also says hello and goodbye he looks so tiny next to both of us we need to lose some weight um so. <laughs> i thought you were talking about your height and i was like darling just just wait a few years Fine. No, but you no, guys, like honestly, you guys are doing so well as well. Like you know, I'm, I follow you guys on Instagram, and you know, we're we're friends as well. Nick is a sadistic prick with his morning videos. Sometimes, like the one that I got sent just before, I was like, "What the hell is this?" But I did send it on because I'm as sadistic as you what, are. What one was that? Well, before the show this morning. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. You sent me the you sent me the cooking. You sent me the other one, and I sent the other one to a client. <laughs> I'll do the same cookie one. Yeah, I tend to yet. just tell him not to send these things to me unless I get pre-approval from someone else. So. I've just had to make sure that I don't back up my WhatsApp images and videos to my cloud. So, so I sent um I know we're still recording this fine. I, I sent one um the other day to my workmate, but it was one of those sex noises one. Oh, no news but and I'm, he, it's his fault, he should have turned it down. He knew it's from me, yeah? Like, he didn't learn his lesson. He was in a meeting with, like, big bosses and everything, and he played it! <laughs> and his reply was, it's a swear we're beginning to see, basically. <laughs> um, that was his reply. But then he did say, I should have known that something yeah. like that would have happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I tend not to open your videos now when there are people around. I learned that. I think I learned that. I think I spoke to you about it on. I think it was on the bus. Or no, I, it was either on the bus or I had some. I had a child next to me, and I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ, Nick!" <laughs> but yeah, Nick's videos do not get sent. They they don't they don't get opened in any kind of public area. Well, on that lovely note, we're <laughs> going to say goodbye. As in, we're going to stop recording, but we'll stay on the the call because yeah. we love talking to you. Okay. Um, Yay! Yay! Thanks, thanks a lot, Chloe. Love you, lot. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye bye.